Welcome to the Freedom Nation Podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast. This is Jeff here, and we are on uh, another one of our daily or our weekly interviews with entrepreneurs and finding out a little bit about their stories. And today I have Mike Geller on of Tegrito, uh, or yeah, Tegrito, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and I'm looking right over the top of your head there, Mike. So. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do have that in the background there. Yeah, right. Um, I was like, okay, it's I can't spell. Okay, there we go. Uh, but Mike um, has a really interesting story. Uh, he's the chief technology officer of his company, and he'll, he's going to share a little bit of his story with us today. So, Mike, welcome to the show, sir. Well, thanks for having me, Jeff. I'm super excited to have you on. Um, let's talk a little bit about your uh, your story. So, how do you how did you get to where you are today? Yeah, so uh, you know, I I guess you could say I got fired. Um, <laughs> that that kicked me off, um, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I started uh, back in the sort of last big recession, which is the 2008 one, mm-hmm. where I had just joined a company uh, focused on marketing technology. Uh, it was Eloqua. Okay. And you know, a few months in, um, you know, the sky started falling, and you know, they cut half of their professional services team. And I was on the half that, you know, mm. d- didn't make the cut, which sure. made sense. It was just, I was new, Yeah. but you know, I, I, I picked that company for a reason and it was because, I, well, I'm a technologist and mm-hmm. I love technology and it just made sense to me that this tool that can automate all of these things that would take otherwise hours and days and weeks, like there has to be a future for that. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I was right. There was a future for it because Eloqua eventually went public and got acquired by Oracle. Yeah. So, you know, they, they did well. So I didn't want to get give up on that. Um, you know, I wasn't going to stop doing what I wanted to do simply because I lost a job. Um, yeah, I, I believed in in that in that future. So I started um, consulting on my own mm-hmm. and sort of put up my own shingle. And what, what was nice, what was very helpful is that the community at that time was so close Mm-hmm. that everybody just wanted to help yeah. um somebody you know, <laughs> would refer you to somebody else uh you know the the people that i helped um while at the company wanted to keep working with me and that ultimately is all it takes to get started there's got to be somebody who would want your help because they see the value in what it is that you can do that's all it takes just one person and it kind of goes from there um and it did uh and um i ended up um partnering shortly thereafter with um, uh, with a colleague um, who I met at Eloqua. And we uh, kind of grew a business together, um, but separately until we created uh, the company that I'm uh, co-founder and CTO of today, which is Tegrita. Now, 90% of people will say Tegrita, like the Margarita. <laughs> yeah. But it's really Tegrita like integrity. Got so it. That's kind of where that comes from. Um, nice. Because we wanted to, you know, con- consulting is it's got a little bit of a, 
messy history. Uh, and if you think about the word consulting, it has con and insult built into it. So a lot of people feel um, locked into working with uh, consultants, like they get kind of black boxed in. And, um, you know, we, we wanted to kind of create a company that uh, did the opposite, lead with mm -hmm. integrity and, um, you know, let the rest take care of itself. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we did. So, you know, that, that essentially kind of grew from one person to two people to, you know, over 20 people today. So that's, nice. that's pretty cool. That is very cool. And it's a good story. I mean, it, it's one of those that we haven't had a real, you know, awful, awful recession like that in a long time. And, you know, I, I think we, we're at some point we're going to, you know, have that reckoning again. And I think your story is, you know, exciting to tell because, you know, hey, don't look for ways that you can continue to do what you enjoy to do at that point. And, and, you know, you continue to do it. And I think it was really interesting because you were, I mean, you're really kind of one of the, on the forefront of what I would consider that kind of marketing technology. Um, Cause I mean, think of what it was back, you know, in 2008, 2009, I mean, yes, we had some technology, but it was really just more, you know, it was more email programs and things like that. And, you know, you you had the weirdos at Infusionsoft that was were creating you know some stuff out there, but um, you know, I mean, you really kind of grew up in in that marketing tech and and the excitement of it. I did absolutely. I don't think marketing mm -hmm. automation existed as a category, like on the Gardner charts or mm -hmm. whichever quadrants, um, until like 2012, yeah. uh, like 2014 that time. Mm -hmm. um, so it you know really it, it, it's been sort of a bit of a privilege to uh, find a technology at the beginning of the uh, mm -hmm. of its evolution um, and see how it has evolved and yeah. all the other things it has brought about because you know marketing technology was a handful of things back then mm -hmm. and now there's literally tens of thousands of tools for your specific need yeah. um, or one big tool for a lot of needs and mm -hmm. actually we have so much choice now that one of the things that we spend time from a consulting standpoint is helping figure out what is the right choice. That's correct. Yeah. And, and, and how you things. scale. Yeah. And how you scale your business. If you don't yeah. need all the, the craziness at the beginning, what's, you know, what are the next steps as your business scales? Exactly. Absolutely. Mm. Nice. So with Tegra, what explain a little bit about what it is y'all do specifically. Yeah, so we work with uh, companies that sell to other companies. Um, okay. One of the things that um, marketing automation technology does really well is support that considered purchase um, concept where hmm. it isn't a transaction where you just you know you go online, you buy a pair of socks and you move on. Uh, it's where there needs to be some education, there needs to be some nurturing. There is, it is a complex buying decision that involves multiple people. So. Mm -hmm. Technology really helps this uh, kind of use case that where companies have to sell to other companies, you mm -hmm. have multiple decision makers, you have teams of people. Um, so that's, uh, those are the kinds of companies that we work with. And Got it. it kind of varies sector to sector. Um, you know, tech is you know, uh, kind of an obvious one. I think everyone in a way supports tech or has a tech client. Mm. Um, but really, you know, any sort of industry um, where or any kind of business where you're not just selling a uh, specific thing and there is 
complexity to the sales cycle, that's where technology really helps. Cool. So, um, are you, so I'm assuming you're using, you don't necessarily have product product, but you're, you're helping people decide, okay, how does all this stuff fit together and what's the best way? Yes. Yeah. So figuring out what, what tools, uh, people have, what, how are they using these tools? What tools are missing in order to achieve their business objectives? What is the strategy overall for all of this? Um, again, thinking within the realm of marketing and um, the different teams and the interactions with other teams that uh, interact with the customer at the end of the day, Mm. how these tools interconnect, what are the rules in place? Um, We help with all of those sorts of things. Nice. Very cool. So uh, what is, uh, what's new in your world out there? Well, um, one of the coolest things uh, is we recently published a book. Okay, nice. CMO, yeah, CMO to CRO, mm-hmm. um, the next generation uh, executive. Okay. And it just had its year anniversary uh, this May. Uh, nice. So that's, that's pretty awesome. And in that, we outlined our vision for the future um, as it relates to marketing and sales and uh, success and service. Essentially, any team that interacts with a customer that provides a customer experience. Okay. We see it <laughs> as a marketing thing and more as a revenue thing mm-hmm. where all of these different groups are contributing to revenue of the business. Got it. And if they are not working together, then they're, they may be working against each other. And this happens more often than you think. And oftentimes you don't even see it happening. Meaning mm-hmm. You don't realize it's happening because there's no direct communication or there's uh, sort of incentives on one group that counteract the work of another group. So where we see the future growing, and this is what we outlined in the book, is take a page out of a technology book of how we have had a technological transformation mm-hmm. of how we do business over the last 20 years, right? The digital transformation. Everything is automated, data flows, uh, data is captured. Sometimes it flows between systems if they're properly connected. But the business model has not changed. Mm. The departments are still analog. So we still have sales department and marketing department and um, customer service department. They're still separate. They're still analog. They haven't evolved. Yeah. And in our book, we outline how to transform all of that into a revenue team where you still have the functions you still have to do the work of marketing and sales and support and service, but in a cohesive way led by an individual who is the CRO, the chief revenue officer. I like this. And that's what we map out. So it's a, it's a journey to take for, for companies, especially those that are starting out. You don't have to create a structure that existed before. Just, you know, if, if you're starting out today, you wouldn't necessarily have on-premise technology, you'd go mm. cloud. Yeah. So likewise, don't necessarily develop the structures of the past to support a business and to make a business work. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, I, I like that approach, the chief revenue officer, because then a lot of times they can be that one who's saying, okay, marketing sales, all right, let's, let's talk. Because so many times I've worked in big companies where, you know, the marketing team and the, the sales team hated each other. Because, yeah. you know, each of them did their own thing and, you know, it was kind of this, 
this, you know, marketing never tells us what they're putting out there. So we're getting calls about this on the sales side and yeah, uh, it's just frustrating. So yeah, having somebody that's kind of coordinating that whole thing and really looking at, okay, where's all the revenue coming in from all the different bits and pieces. Absolutely. And it's that leadership, that singular mm-hmm. leadership that's key. Yeah. When you have multiple leaders, you sometimes have multiple incentives and multiple directions oh. and that yeah. makes alignment harder. Yeah. And, you know, that, that what we kind of call like the, the domino effect of getting things right is, is critical because each piece, each person, what they do impacts the person next in the cycle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody does demand generation, they capture a name. Okay, somebody else has to uh, validate that that name is in fact interested, that they want to have a conversation and then pass it along, but with relevant data along the way so that mm-hmm. the customer experience is positive. Yeah. The, you know, the things that they were interested in at the demand cycle uh, stage in terms of the content that they consumed, the questions that they asked um, are passed along and are part of a conversation so that you don't spend time re-qualifying, rediscovering that individual. You Absolutely. make it efficient. You make it easy. And easy is always faster. It's always easier to say yes when it's easy as opposed yeah. to when it's hard. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make you climb over this mountain and then you'll say yes. No. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Path of least resistance. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like a lot, uh, a lot, you've got a lot of cool stuff going on. What, uh, where's the best place to get your book? Uh, Amazon. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> That's the simplest place. But uh, if you go to um, our website, revenuetakeover.com, um, there's a bunch of other places. So um, okay, wh- wherever you get your books is essentially where you can get it from. Nice. Um, yeah. So it's, it's available. It's available everywhere. Perfect. Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll make sure that's in the show notes so people can find the book. And uh, sounds like a really interesting read. Yeah, we enjoyed writing it. Um, it was awesome. Yeah, very cool. All right. Well, uh, let's transition to the fast five questions. You ready? All right. <clears throat> all right. You wake up in the morning. Business is totally gone. You've got all the knowledge in your head, but no business. Uh, you've got a laptop computer, 500 bucks in your pocket, place to stay. What are you going to do first? I'm assuming I'm not on a deserted island at this point. Yes, you're you're actually where you live, so you're good. Okay. Um, I would go to Upwork. Okay. Um, I'd want to see what people have a need for and go from there. Okay. I'm cool. a problem solver, and this would give me insight into the problems that uh, people are trying to solve today. That um, is fantastic. That is really really cool. Um, yeah, I haven't, you know, that I hadn't thought about that, but it's actually a really good place to, to start with is, okay, let's see what people are advertising that they need and, and, uh, go solve those problems for them. That's fantastic. Um, what is the biggest business mistake that you've ever made? So, you know, that, that's a tough one for me simply because I don't think in those terms. Um, I, I don't look at mistakes, you know, I, I tend to look forwards rather than backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you learn from everything and uh, things that I did not know led to sort of less optimal outcomes. And okay. I try to learn from those good, bad, or, you know, neutral uh, to do better in the future. So, you know, I've certainly learned a lot over the years and I would do things differently, you know, if I was to uh, 
uh, have similar circumstances come up in the future. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, you know, any mistake that has happened that was quote unquote the biggest mistake still led me to where I am today. <laughs> yeah, it's it's part of that lexicon of my life at that point. Yeah, what's a good book that you would recommend for our audience? So I'm I'm not much of a reader. Um, okay. In 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 that I don't read uh, business books very often. So okay. naturally, I would recommend my book. I think it's a great book. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't have wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I, I tend to use kind of technology to bring articles to me. Nice. So, um, and I read a lot of different articles about what's happening. So mm -hmm. I read based kind of like on the hashtags of uh, marketing technology, uh, okay. seeing what's out there, uh, and learning new things that way. So that, that's how I enjoy passing. Do you, do you have a favorite tool that you use to do that with? Uh, flip, Flipbook. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. So yep. it's been my Good favorite fan. since it came out on the original iPad. That was like the killer app for me yeah. back in the day. And now it's just, I, man, the way technology just knows what to recommend to you. Yeah as the next thing to read it's 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 beautiful i i became a huge fan of that uh because i you know i i curate a lot of stuff on my social media too and i mean it's just it makes it so easy to to kind of curate a lot of those things that come in and you know it provides you with content to send out and i think people appreciate that you know that hey i I, I'm always sorting through a ton of stuff to get to here's a few good things that i would recommend for you yeah, at that point. So I that's I big fan. So I I didn't use the Mac back then, but I I somehow got introduced to it and I fell in love with it. So what's the easiest place for somebody to get a hold of you if they were interested in having a, a conversation or something? Oh, LinkedIn, uh, okay. honestly, um, or you know, website. If you fill out the contact us form, um, mm -hmm. you'll reach me or someone else on our team. But yeah, LinkedIn is like the easiest to get to, to get a hold of me. Perfect. Yeah, we'll include your a link to your LinkedIn profile on here, and I'm going to connect with you as well because I'd like to, to keep up with you, and I look forward to reading the book. I'm I'm actually excited about reading that, and uh, it's it you know I, I'm a, I, I come from a marketing world as well as finance, so it's uh, it's always exciting to me to read stuff about marketing, and I'm I'm a huge tech geek, so it it works perfectly. <laughs> well, that that's awesome. Well, let me know what you think. I love it. Love it. <laughs> well, Mike, thank you so much for uh, for sharing your story with us today. Really appreciate it. And I uh, look forward to uh, seeing you down the road here. Uh, folks, if you are interested, uh, certainly feel free to reach out to Mike. Um, we'll include his, his information down below in the show notes. And make sure under Mike right there, uh, to subscribe to the channel. Um, if you're watching this on video, if you are listening to this, wherever you're at, hit the subscribe button so that you can get more of these wonderful interviews that we do. We do two of these per week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So make sure that you are subscribed. And uh, certainly if you can give us a good rating, give us a five star and share this with your friends so that uh, they can find their freedom days as well. So thanks a lot. We'll see you guys back here next week. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, 
please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 